Hey guys, Reverend Jess here. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to share it with a friend and also rate and review on all your favorite podcast apps because it helps the show get seen and it helps us build the congregation of the Church Absurd. Thanks for your time. Enjoy the show. Looking to expand your playlist? Well, Fat Lulz Radio has got you covered. Lose your religion with Reverend Jess and Deacon Sam over on the Church Absurd. Hear nerd culture get dissected on the Fickle Fanboy with RPM. Get drunk at the round table with the designated drinkers. Hear solid and interesting interviews on Unseriously Serious. Do you want to get involved? Send your rant over to the League of Infuriated Nerds. Also, check out the Fat Lil's Radio Associated shows. Get your not-safe-for-work talk radio fix on The Robin Slim Show. Get some life advice from Jerry and Cal on From the Bottom. All of these shows and more await you at Fat Lil's Radio. You can find us on SoundCloud, Facebook, Twitter, and various podcast apps, as well as our website, fatlulsradio.us. HTTP, not HTTPS. We hope you enjoy the smorgasbord of shows we have prepared for you. Fat Lil's Radio, stuff full of entertainment. This is Chris Tucker, and you're listening to the Church Absurd on Fat Lil's Radio. Ah! I believe in one God. You need to shut the fuck up. You feel blamed? Smoke weed in your bed? You feel like Welcome, brothers and sisters, to the 26th episode of the Church Absurd. I'm your host, Reverend Jess, joined by Deacon Sam. Seriously, 26? Yeah, 26. You believe it? Jesus Christ. And people still listen. Have I been doing that this long with my life? Yeah, I mean, to be, well, to be fair, there was like three episodes you weren't on. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, but like, regardless. Regardless. Uh, yeah, I mean, 26. We've made it. We've made it. We had a nice little episode, 25. Got some great responses all 26 people that listened i wonder if tw- episode 26 is going to suck as hard as 2016 maybe you never know you never know but uh but yeah that fucking gorilla but yeah episode 24 however is up to 107 listens holy shit yeah oh man a lot of them from the netherlands Okay. So apparently people are just getting really stoned to just like, look at these fifth boys. You know? <laughs> did, did you leave in a lot of the racist shit I say? Or? No. Okay. No. Yeah, I was going to say, I was pretty sure that it was in episode 25. Okay. But regardless, uh, yeah, so how was your week? I've gotten nothing accomplished on the cabin, mm-hmm. and I have done nothing but work. Yeah, I feel it. It's pretty much, pretty much the same here. Barely even had time to play PUBG. Yeah. Well, and, uh, first world it. problems. I know. <laughs> I fucking know it. Uh, I did not get to get outside while it was raining to shower. Yeah. yeah I, I just missed that with that window. Yeah. You got to wait for it to really, really, really be raining <laughs> pretty hard to really be able to rinse out. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just out there for an hour trying to funnel water onto your head. And right. It's, you know, it's just a process. Um, but, you yeah, know, I mean, I don't know, man. I got some, like, my the way that my week has been... I just have noticed something about myself, and that's living in this small town has made me into something that I never wanted to be. And that is and what's that? Just a cynical bastard? No, just like a total elitist prick. Like, like okay, so when you're working, right, mm-hmm. and, and you are you 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 know you work your ass off and you get paid and everything like that, and then you see these people come in. Number one, they are on welfare number two they're covered in scabs because they're drug addicts yep and like they're so fucking entitled and you just you get this mindset where you're just like 
yes, I am a better human being than you. Oh yeah, and you 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 are lower than me. And I always uh, like I I always hated people who thought that way. But living in this small town has started to make me feel that way. See, I always felt the same way. I hated people with that mentality. But now it's at the point I don't hate people with that mentality. I hate people with the ment- mentality of seeing another normal human being and yeah. thinking I'm better than you. Yeah. When it's really we should all just focus on hating the drug addicts until they all kill themselves. It just it just irritates the piss out of me because it's like I never wanted to be that guy. Yeah. You know, and I I don't know, maybe it's just cuz I'm getting older, but it's like I've kind of come to terms with it in myself. Like I'm trust me, I'm you know, I could be just sitting there stone in some junkie that's at the cash register and the next person's just nobody nobody special, you know, no rich and high and mighty person, it's just a normal human being. I'm just immediately smile. "Hey, how's it going?" Yeah. Junkie yeah. comes up and it's like, "Hey." Yeah. Me. You know, like, you, you know, anything else? You want a bag? No. Okay. I don't know. I yeah. guess I guess it maybe, but like, it, and like that's the thing. Like, one of the people I work with was uh, they made a they they made a comment to me. They're just like, "Oh, uh, you must you must have been done really well in college." And I was like, "I'm a college dropout." They're like, "But you're so smart." I'm like, "I just fucking pay attention." Like, I I had someone the other day say, "Where'd you get your your degree?" I said, "I I don't have a degree. I tried college three times, and you know." don't have a degree yeah it was like oh you just sound real educated and it's like yeah like i don't understand like like that's the i don't know that kind of irks me because it's like like literally the like, uh, prime example someone came in the other night right and I'm, I'm pretty sure he wasn't a junkie but he was just old right yeah. like late late 50s early 60s right yeah and he had a fuck ton of change and I handed him the rollers because I'm fucking sick of them. Like I'm sick of I'm sick of handfuls of change. So I'm like, all right, well, you can roll it up. And he's just like, well, I don't really know how to count that good. And I'm just like, how the fuck have you gone this far in life without knowing basic math skills? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like in this day and age, like I, like I said, and 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 then I just sat and like thought to myself, wow, I'm such a fucking elitist prick. Well, Sister Christian and I had a conversation kind of about the uh, the drug use in this area, which can kind of, we, we can kind of tie back into illiteracy, but there was, you know, you got to think about, I, I just sit around thinking all day, you know these things, right? You grow up knowing meth and shit like that is bad. Yeah. I mean, smoking pot and drinking is one thing. Yeah. That stuff is just, you, you don't make it out okay, really, yeah. you know. You're lucky if you continue to have a life if you can move on past it, but most people don't. But the thing is, though, this is generations in the making. This is generations of people seeing their parents do it the entire time. And not everyone, not all those kids who see their parents do that shit do it. There's plenty that get away from it, but there's more that stay to it. They just end up doing the same shit over and over, and they think it's what's socially acceptable because this is just a small rural area where you don't have much exposure to the outside world. Some I've met people that have never even left the area that I'm that I'm working in. They, I, I was born here. I've never gone outside this town, and I don't see a reason to. Well, and, and, and which is strange because like most of the stores that you would want to go to are not in this town. But like I don't know. It's just I don't know. It's something I, I never. Well, I mean, they to don't be. they don't need those things at those stores because they can get it at the gas station or the Dollar General, and that's pretty much what just what they know. They don't want to know anything else and. You know, to a point, that's all right. You know, when it, 
you know, with the illiteracy thing, you know, their parents didn't go to go through school. So oh, I had to drop out of school early and start working at a young age and this and that. And then some of us just, I just grew I, you know, my parents never gave a fuck. I didn't, yeah. I just didn't do school. And it's just like, you didn't do elementary school. I mean, we even met people living up on the Louisville border. You know, we had some plumbers come to fix our toilet and the guy, you know, one, one of the guys is like, what's that? And sister Christian says, it's the book I'm reading. He's like, I can't read. That's all he said. You know, cause that he was like, yeah. oh, I, just, I, I can't read. And, you know, he's our age. And this is even from a larger city, too. So that's, that just threw us off. I mean, I just don't know how, even in 2018, yeah, there's this kind of illiteracy. I mean, I, I guess we're just used to growing up around to where we come out to these rural areas. And some of them don't even have the means to leave. I mean, I mean, even it's not just even, for a day. But, like, not even, leaving's not the fucking problem. You know what I mean? The problem is is what it comes down to is, like, this place is a place where education and basic human, like, human function has just been abandoned. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know, it's fucking depressing. And it's like, you know, I can get through certain things. I can get through, you know, I can deal with, you know, me going on and on about the complexities of a movie and people looking at me like, well, if it ain't the Transformers, I don't care. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, like... Just like shit like that, like I hate that it's turned me into this, but it's fine. I guess I'll, I'll deal with it. I uh, just, I just, that's like I, tr- I treat this everybody the same except for people that are just obvious, blatant drug addicts living off of welfare. I'm just like, dude, my, you know, my, I might not pay a shitload in taxes, but I still pay my share. And let me fucking say, I'd enjoy that money back because I know it's not getting put to good use. Right. And You're, we're just enabling these people to yeah. enable pharmaceutical companies to just continue ruining lives and making a profit. And it's just so fucked because it's like, you know, and the fucked up thing is, this is like the first time I've gotten like really real on the podcast. Yeah. And it's like, it's something that's really been bothering me, but I'll do what I always do and just distract myself with fucked up humor and movies. Let's do it. Yeah. So it's time to talk about cryptids. It's time for unholy beasts and blasphemous theories. Unholy beasts and blasphemous theories. If you've never listened to the show before, this is where we talk about cryptids, conspiracy theories, ghosts, all types of shit that gets the mind moving. Yeah, the juice is flowing. <laughs> Some type of juice, I don't know, <laughs> regardless. but Semen. <laughs> really, you have to bring it to that? I, I, I just had to throw it to that. I mean, just off the bat, it's semen. Let's be real. <laughs> it's semen. Uh, he left just... semen in those banana peels. <laughs> He's fucking the bananas. Uh, he's docking with bananas wow that's an image i didn't need in yeah. my head because i'm not seeing big now dock. Is, is he is he putting his penis into the banana like he's docking it or is he just uncircumcised to all high hell or and he's just, just sticking the banana in there or if he, or is he just cutting off the bottom right pulling the actual banana out and then putting it around his dick so when you <laughs> it just got bigfoot dick in your face yep like the old penis in the popcorn trick the uh <laughs> the penis in the popcorn the ban- penis in the hot dog <laughs> ba- banana and the banana yeah <laughs> the meat banana Alrighty. well the first thing we're going to be talking about here on uh let's on start a band yeah. call it the pork pistols <laughs> pork pistols <laughs> what the fuck yeah we're shout out to donnie baker <laughs> all right so 
the first thing we're going to be talking about here is the beast of the land between the lakes. It's a butter monster. I was about to say, is that a stripper? No. Okay. It's uh, the beast of the land between the lakes in Kentucky is said to have resembled a gigantic half man, half wolf. And half pig. That walks on to two legs and has five fingered human hands ending in vicious claws. The creature is said to stand over seven feet tall with massive crushing jaws and glowing eyes. Mom? Um, <laughs> Oh, shit, right? So there's several legends attached to this beast. One story begins with a Native American creature with the ability to shapeshift. It's the ass-wang. It's the ass-wang. <laughs> it's spreading. Oh, shit. Another legend of, speaks of a man who left Europe in the 1800s to settle in between the rivers. The man supposedly possessed a disease that turned him mad after nightfall. So it's like Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, basically. Um, Jekyll and Mr. Jerkoff? <laughs> Jerkoff and Mr. Hyde? <laughs> Jerkoff and Mr. Hardon. All right, we're done with that one. Yeah, I'm still fucking proud of it. So, dude goes mad after nightfall. Disease was believed to be genetic and was passed from parent to child over the years. They remained in seclusion, never going to school or had the desire to socialize with others until one day when they went silent. Many believed the family had died off. An investigation in the early 1900s revealed their homestead vacant and abandoned. Early accounts from French explorers and traders in the region speak of their being warned of the shadowy presence by a Lugaroo by Shawnee fur traders. A later legend claimed that the monster is in the spirit is the spirit of a shape-changing Shawnee shaman who was killed in wolf form by the inhabitants of his village for abusing his powers. His spirit is said to still walk the woods in search of revenge. Accounts of the creature from the early days of American expansion into Kentucky tell of hunters disappearing in the woods and of strange, unnatural howls that echoed through the forest at night. At this time, Bisons still roamed wild in Kentucky, and hunters would sometimes encounter mutilated carcasses of these massive animals lying half-eaten in the deep grass. I mean, sometimes you just get horny, right? <laughs> their, their throats ripped open by massive claws. Hot. Even now, I mean, you know, they're just into choking. That's all. Yeah. Sometimes you go too far. Sometimes you can, you know, if you dry out the esophagus just right and, you know, really shrink it down, it makes a great cock ring. <laughs> keeping it romantic yeah even now with the efforts to restore the bison to kentucky the rangers and herd managers occasionally find calves missing after one of the young goes missing the herd is reputedly spooked for days sticking together in the close formation that the animals use to protect themselves from predators we got some modern sightings there have been several reports of close encounters with the creature in modern times one of the most frightening happened to a group of Murray State University students who were camping in the land between the lakes in 1973. You know, those Murray State students are just fucking whores anyways. Right? And not to mention that they, they're, they're well known for their drug use. Oh, yeah. So. Drug use and just general horror, whoring around. Yeah, if, you, if you're listening and you're from Murray State University, go fuck hey, yourself. fuck you, Murray State. <laughs> you kind of name of shit. What kind of name is Murray? Murray is the name of an old man in a strip club opening a Velcro wallet to pull coins out for a stripper. Right, and they're old coins. like Old nine, coins. He's like, you can he, sell this penny he, for 47 <laughs> cents, young lady. He fucking pulled it out of, like, you know, like, crawl space that he had in a box and shit like that. He's just like, this is my secret coin collection. And <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you, I'm going to take it out of this box and put it in another box, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, they're still used to those little horse rides being a, a penny. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, man. All right, so a group of young men were enjoying the woods on a warm spring weekend, sitting around the fire built by their VW microbus. Hippies. Fucking hippies. Pot-smoking, acid-dropping, cock-sucking hippies. Right. And just generally having... Harry Bush. <laughs> I just looked in, the, in this article. It says, built by their VW microbus and just generally having a fine time. Just generally having a fine time. That's so fucking Canadian. Right. As the evening began drawing in, one of the students went off into the woods to answer the call of nature. He had to shit. Right. Just fucking say it. Hey, everybody. This hippie's over here taking a shit. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. He's planting some weed leaves in it. What the fuck? All right. He told his friends that he had felt like something was watching him. and that he, Yeah, I was. He had heard something sniffing in the woods. The student said he'd never heard anything like it before, and he grew increasingly nervous as the darkness gathered. As the night grew dark, the group started to hear the shuffling sound of something large moving in the fallen leaves. It seemed to have been circling their campsite, moving incredibly swiftly. It's getting swifty. It's getting swifty. Uh, the boys began to... Took be- a shit on the floor. Right? The boys began to become anxious. They shined their flashlights into the woods in the direction of the footsteps, but saw nothing. And then the howling began. And we actually, They actually have a soundbite of the howl. Oh, oh, bring it on. Yeah. I knew you didn't have a soundbite. I was just wondering what you were going to play. <laughs> it's always that. There's it, it always that. No ifs, ands, or buts. It's always that. All right, so it was a wild, insane howling, like a wolf, only much louder than any wolf. Or like your mom. Be. Naturally, right? Uh, <laughs> and with an unnatural blood-curling quality that made the howling sound almost like mocking laughter. What do you think that sounded like, Sam? My mother's disappointment. <laughs> so it was just like... Ah. <laughs> it was the Eddie Murphy 80s laugh. <laughs> and then he got caught with a tranny. Right? <laughs> That's a true story, too. Oh, man. I right. think when he went down on that tranny, he was like, <laughs> maybe, maybe he didn't know it was a transsexual. And then, like, you know, he's just like, and then all of a sudden he's just like, oh, hey, did you bring a can of Pringles in your pants? Or? And, and she pulls it out and she just whips the dick out. It fucking hits the, the, the car seat. And, and he's just like, <laughs> come into America. <laughs> Oh, shit. All right, so mocking laughter. It seems to come from everywhere around them. First one side of the circle of light around the fire, and then from the other. Soon, the terrified campers began to catch glimpses of a pair of glowing red eyes as they ran past in the dark. Fucking glowing red eyes. God damn it. The terrified boys retreated into their Volkswagen bus and wisely decided not to stick around to get a better view. Tearing down the road, they soon saw that they were being pursued and that a massive shadowy figure was racing behind them, barely visible in the bus's taillights. As the bus slowed to take a corner, they felt a massive jolt, and then it seemed as if something was holding the Volkswagen bus from the back, giving it everything. They broke free and tore out of the forest and didn't stop until they were back on the Murray State campus. Which arguably was of lesser quality than the, the woods. <laughs> yeah, than the woods. Yeah, Murray State. It's just like there's a hole in the ground that people shit into, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> the dean's office is a one level trailer. You know? <laughs> <laughs> kind of like our town hall. <laughs> uh. hey, Murray State. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> back on campus, they found. <laughs> what if we have a huge like fan base in Murray State? <laughs> 
Is Murray State in the Netherlands? Because that's where they like us, the white supremacists of the world. They even go past Germany at this point. Right. Another widely circulated story tells the discovery of a bloody scene inside the motorhome of a family camping in the area in the 1980s. Yeah, it was Murray State's uh, <laughs> freshman hazing. Right. They just murdered, just raped a bunch of them. killed them. <laughs> they just killed them. Like, you're not going anywhere if you're going here, son. <laughs> You pick, you pick the wrong house to pledge to, motherfucker. You know? uh, the worst type of rush week. All right. Yeah, it's not rush week at Murray State. It's rape week. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> All right. So there. Is it, the Did happy, you miss that last little yeah, part? Yeah, I didn't miss it. I'm just, I'm just ignoring it. Uh, and the half-eaten body of the family's young daughter lodged in a nearby tree. <laughs> I mean, her dad got horny and hungry. Right? <laughs> Fucking Murray State. <laughs> Fuck Murray can State. Can we just call the episode <laughs> Fuck Murray State University? <laughs> yes. Yes, we can. Uh, uh, the bodies are all said to have distinctive, massive claw marks. The incident was supposedly covered up by the authorities so as not to damage the tourist industry <laughs> in the then econ- economically fragile region. Yeah, because uh, shutting down the... <laughs> Shutting down the personal section of Craigslist ruined their tour industry because where are all those dudes going to go to suck off other dudes? Only fucking Murray State, man. <laughs> fucking Murray State. Evidence for an encounters with the peace between the lake continue to this day. Experienced hunters shy away from the area. So do tourists and so do regular human beings because fucking Murray so State. does God. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, also, and also any cure for STDs. Uh, but these sportsmen who are new enough to the area to scoff at the legends often come home with tales of feeling as if they're being stalked in the woods. Deep holes like nests are often found dug in the woods. With or every woman at Murray State. <laughs> with tufts of long, coarsely textured grayish-brown fur found within them. Like every woman at Murray State. <laughs> Rangers in the park <laughs> routinely ask what the strange howling was that a camper heard during the night. The women of Murray State. <laughs> Oh, that's the name of the episode, The Women of Murray State. <laughs> Alrighty, moving on. <laughs> so that's, that's fucking stupid. What do you think? That does sound fucking stupid. You know what else sounds stupid? Going to fucking Murray State. <laughs> you know what? If you want to waste your potential and be a useless piece of shit, you can either be a politician or you can go to Murray fucking State. You won't, you won't get a degree from Murray State. You'll just get your professor looking at you and saying, That is one fine-looking penis. Yeah, you don't get a degree. You just get 17 stitches in your ass. You don't get a, you don't get a PhD. You get an STD. Oh, <laughs> I'm proud of that one. I don't yep, give a yep, fuck. Yep. <laughs> All righty. Moving on. Let's do this one named Jeff. <laughs> My name Jeff. The Jeff. Also referred to as, as the- a woman at Murray State. <laughs> As the talking mongoose or the Dolby spook. The talking mongoose, which was claimed to inhabit a farmhouse owned by the Irving family. When in fact it was inhabiting a woman at Murray State. <laughs> the Irving's farm was located at Cashin's Gap near the helmet, the hamlet of Dolby on the Isle of Man. That's the uh, woman's for, uh, <laughs> <laughs> dormitory at Murray State is Cashier's Gap. Oh, uh, shit. The story was given extensive coverage by the tabloid press in Britain in the early 1930s. The early claim gained the attention of parapsychologists and ghost hunters such as Harry Price, Harewood Carrington, and Nandor Fodor. And some whore from Murray State. <laughs> some investigators of the era, as well as contemporary critics, have concluded that Irving used ventriloquism and family collusion to perpetuate the host. 
<laughs> you keep distracting me with the fucking Murray State shit. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. In September 1931, the Irving family, consisting of James, Margaret, and a 13-year-old daughter named Vori, claimed, who ended up going to Murray State, claimed and being they, a fucking whore, <laughs> claimed that they heard persistent scratching, rustling, and vocal noises behind their farmhouse wooden wall panels. Uh, that various variously resembled a ferret, a dog, or a baby. That's a pretty big fucking. <laughs> I mean, those are the three things you expect to come out of a woman who goes to Murray State, <laughs> but <laughs> only two of those things are the things you expect to come in a woman from Murray State. According to the Irvins, a creature, a ferret or a dog, not the baby, <laughs> a creature named Jeff introduced itself and told them it was a mongoose born in New Delhi, India, in 1852. According to Vori, Jeff was the size of a small rat with yellowish fur and a large bushy tail. The Irvings say that Jeff communicated to them <laughs> that he was an extra, extra clever mongoose, an earthbound spirit, and a ghost in the form of a mongoose. One said, I am a freak. I have hands and I have feet. And if you saw me, you'd faint. You'd be petrified, mummified, and turned into stone or a pillar of salt. The Irvings made various claims about Jeff. He supposedly guarded their house and informed them of the approach of guests... <laughs> or any unfamiliar dog. They said that if someone had forgotten to put out the fire at night, Jeff would go down and stop the stove. <laughs> what a nice guy. Right? The Earth? Je- Jeff's a cool guy. Right? I- I'd hang out with I'm, Jeff. I'm, I'm glad he didn't go to Murray State. Exactly. Uh, the Irvings claimed Jeff would also wake people up when they overslept. <laughs> and whenever mice got into the house, Jeff supposedly assumed the role of the cat, although he preferred to scare them rather than kill them. The Irvings say they gave Jeff biscuits, chocolates, and bananas, and food was left for him in a saucer suspended from the ceiling, which he took when he thought no one was watching. The Irvings claim that the mongoose regularly accompanied them on trips to the market, but always stayed on the other side of the hedges, chatting incessantly. The story of Jeff became popular in the tabloid presses. Many journalists flocked to the aisle to try and catch a glimpse of the creature. Several other people, both local and visitors, claimed to have heard Jeff's voice, and two claimed to have seen it. However, physical evidence was lacking. Footprints, stains on the wall, and hair samples claimed to be the evidence of Jeff were identified as belonging to the Irving's sheepdog. (laughs) Stains on the walls and footprints. Okay, that dog's pissing all over the house. Yep, pretty much. Uh, As were several photos which were claimed by the Irvings to depict Jeff. Uh, Margaret and Vory Irving left the home in 1945 after the death of James. They reportedly had to sell the farm at a loss because it had the reputation of being haunted. In 1946, Leslie Graham, the actor who bought the farm, claimed in the press that he had shot and killed Jeff. Why? (laughs) Jeff was a good guy. Jeff was a good guy, dude. Justice for Jeff. Hashtag justice for jeff hashtag jeff did nothing wrong hashtag why the fuck do humans hiccup right the body displayed by graham however was black and white and, and much larger than the famous mongoose and Ver- and Vori irving claimed that she was certain it was not jeff so it was a goddamn skunk right essentially uh she died in 2005 in an interview published late in life she maintained that jeff was not her creation what do you think of jeff i think jeff was a good guy i mean as far as a cryptic goes this one was pretty fucking cool. Right? I'd hang out with him. Yeah, I know. He just talked a lot, and he was like, hey, there's a dog outside. It's not yours. Yeah, and that, and he was like, like, hey, there's a human. It's uh, it's coming up to your do- door. <laughs> I, I see the letters IRS. Tell it to go away. No. Hold on. Wait a minute. MSU. Oh, they're from Murray State. Murray Lock State. Fucking, door. fucking shoot him. <laughs> shoot him now. <laughs> no, seriously. Is it a woman? She's a fucking whore. 
Like, don't get me wrong. Because she goes to Murray State. Don't get me wrong. I wouldn't want Jeff to be at my house, but because I like my privacy. And like I like Yeah, to, Jeff, you can't watch me masturbate. Right. And I do that a lot. But like how great would that be? Like, you know, you oversleep and all of a sudden you got the fucking talking mongoose like, Hey homie, it's time to get up because like you're like Dude, Dog, you gotta be at work here in a little bit. Get up. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, motherfucker. Get get up. I, I, I that'd be great. I would totally host a podcast with Jeff. Oh fuck yeah. <laughs> Just put a mic against the wall. <laughs> Jeff, what do you think about that, buddy? Well, I don't know, guys. <laughs> There's there's a dog wandering around in the yard. I'm just kind of keeping an eye on him right now. Yeah. So uh, you know, just so you know, it's not yours. So you should probably. You gotta wake up at seven thirty tomorrow, right? Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Built an alarm clock. I, I, I mean, that's really an honest selling point for the house, right? No kidding. It's like this dude has a fucking. Or you're trying to have sex with your wife, and he's just like foreplay is important. <laughs> make sure you feel her, make her feel wanted, and not used. Oh wait, she's from Murray State. Use oh, the wait. fuck out of her. She's from Murray State. Yeah, no wonder you only had to buy her a forty ounce. Right. <laughs> We're just shitting all over Murray State. <laughs> and give her a forty and a, like a half, you know, a half dose of heroin. Tell her she gets the other half after. <laughs> and only if you get to finish wherever you want. Right. Oh uh, shit. Moving on. Naturally. You know how the show goes. We fucking hate on Murray State. Exactly. This is the church absurd. Fuck Murray State. That's going to be our first T-shirt. I'm about, I'm, about, yeah, I know, I'm about to get on Twitter. I haven't even downloaded Twitter on my new phone, but I'm about to get on there and just put out, <laughs> just with no context, put out the hashtag, fuck Murray State. Do it. Please. Please, for the love of fuck, do it. Before you know, we go to a commercial <gasps> break, there's one thing we have to do. And you know what that thing is. Bashing the heads of some people. That's right, folks. It it's so catchy. Right? It's like the STDs from every human being that's ever even set foot on Murray State campus. <laughs> Goddamn hiccups. It is time for the spooky story time. And, you know, this is where we look at very terrible spooky stories. I've got a spooky story I would like to tell. So you wake up one morning, mm-hmm. and you've been thinking about how you've been applying to all of the colleges you wanted to go to, and all you could think about is the college you wanted to go to, but you didn't know if you had the grades to get in there, and that made you really feel really anxious, but then you see there's a letter in the mail for you, so you go grab it, and you take it inside, and you sit down in your special closet place, and you open it, and it says... You have been accepted at Murray State. Ah! No! And then someone hits you over the head really hard with a book. <laughs> Hit you in the head with a book really hard. Oh, shit. All right, that was my scary story. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. I'm downloading Twitter again. <laughs> Sam? Yes? You wake up one morning to find a note taped to your mirror. I hope that registered. <laughs> Don't worry, I took care of everything. Your clothes have been freshly laundered. The bathroom is spotless, and your garage has been organized. Even your faithful old toolbox has been replaced. Later that week, there's... Oh, so some bitch has to die. (laughs) Later that week, there's another note on your mirror. Get out of town. Paper clipped to this message are several grainy photos of police in a taped-off section of a field. One of them is carrying your old toolbox in his latex-gloved hand. Fuck that! (laughs) I got stalked by a redhead, kind of. It was weird. (laughs) Yeah. 
I mean, you, I, I woke you, up. You can't just like leave it at that. Well, yeah, I, I, I woke. I would wake up to crazy, like hard scribbled, very like going back over the letters multiple times. Notes like remember this on some Jesus pamphlet that I had left at apparently and stuff like that. And you know, she lived like an hour and a half away, and it was like five in the morning. I was waking up for to go to work at eighty four lumber and find these notes and the constant messaging. Nice. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was. I'd, I'd literally just see her in my town for no reason, just driving or parked somewhere, staring at me. That ginger pussy, so crazy. <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah. All right, not a, not a good point in life. All right, your cell phone rings, and it's a number you don't recognize. You shrug and answer anyway. The voice on the other line says, "Can I have five minutes of your time?" You answer yes, and that caller immediately hangs up. And then you look at the clock, and you feel five minutes fucking older. Ah! Ah! <laughs> All right. Anyway, we were at the beach. Everyone had matching towels. Somebody went under the dock, and then they saw a rock. But it wasn't a rock. It was a rock lobster. Rock lobster. <laughs> The prophet wrote down the phrase, Santa was coming. But as the skies were becoming red and cracks in the earth widened, you heard a basic white bitch on YouTube say, Spank me, Santa Claus! I realized he was dyslexic. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> yeah. Satan. Yeah. <laughs> when she pounds on my wall... I close my eyes and breathe out slowly, counting to ten. My heart still racing. I scream into the void. Want me to turn up the voltage again? Fuck. (laughs) As I was touring an open house, the real estate agent told me that the previous owners had been murdered. Funny. I thought this house looked familiar. What? Oh, shit. Alright, this is dumb as fuck. But we are going to be right back on the Church Absurd. Hi, I'm Mary Ann Jacobs. I'm a mother of three with my loving husband, Ronald. When I had my children, Ronald was right there, wiping the sweat from my brow. When we were finally able to make love again, all he seemed to be able to talk about was the scent of my placenta. As a matter of fact, that seemed to be the only way he could maintain his erection. Now I know it sounds strange, but one in every 32 men are actually aroused by the scent of placenta. With this statistic in mind, we're proud to present False Coast New Placented Candles. For placented candles, we use the finest ingredients. Available in three strengths, single infant, twins, and triplets, with quadruplets and quintuplets coming soon. Are you looking to put the spice back into your sex life? Then light that candle and burn, baby, burn. Use special code BABYMAKER to receive 20% off your first purchase. And if you use the special offer code ABSURD, you get free shipping. Pick up one of False Co.'s new placented candles today. A partnership with the Church of Scientology. Fuck Murray State. And we are back to the Church Absurd. Your host, Reverend Just, joined by Deacon Sam. Sam, fuck Murray State. <laughs> fuck Murray State, as I recently just put out on Twitter. Murray State's pretty fucked up. But you know what else is fucked up? Everything we're about to talk about 
Exactly. Up, man. That's right, folks. It's time for Wow That's Fucked Up. This is where we look at fucked up shit and make fun of it. So let's make fun of Murray State. Exactly. <laughs> First thing on the on Wow That's Fucked Up is the valedictorian of Murray State. Because <laughs> how dare you become valedictorian of such a terrible <laughs> yeah. fucking Yeah, what did you do? Fuck the pig best? <laughs> oh, God. <clears throat> no. Yeah, he, hey, he actually brought that pig to orgasm. <laughs> It smelled like bacon. <laughs> oh, shit. Alrighty, folks. Well, we're going to look at something pretty interesting on the wild that's fucked up today. It's not Murray State. I mean, because it's interesting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, shit. No, I think uh, it's it's only fitting that, you know, we check out the news. Yeah. It's time for Church Absurd News Update. <laughs> Breaking news update. <laughs> this is literally a fitting, fitting intro music. Yep. Yeah, alrighty. So, here we go, folks. The first story we're going to be looking at. A Britain man was arrested in Thailand after being found with six roasted human fetuses. I mean, I thought that'd be okay in Thailand, right? A British citizen in Bangkok has been arrested after Thai police found six roasted human fetuses packed in his luggage. I mean, how do you even... What makes you think it's okay to try that? Keep that shit at home. The big question is, do you think Samsonite is hoping to sponsor this guy? You went there. <laughs> of course. I, you, know. you went there. Oh, uh, shit. All right, so Chow Hock Kun. I think that's how you pronounce it. An alumni of Murray State who is 28 and of Taiwanese origin, was held by police after the grizzly discovery was made in Bangkok's Chinatown district yesterday. Wait, Bangkok has a Chinatown district. That just seems redundant, doesn't are, are they try- I mean, I guess everyone wants to be America. I don't know why. Right. Reports say that the six fetuses have been covered in gold leaf after being roasted as part of a black magic ritual. It is not clear... What, what- in the ever-loving fuck? Right. Reports say that the... You know, it's not clear where the bodies came from, but why why'd they spell fetuses like that? Yeah, F O E T U S E S. It's Britain. What do you expect? Fetuses, uh, right? So, uh, but Chow is believed to have been attempting to smuggle them into Thailand. So, uh, the bodies were reportedly found in a different hotel from the one he was staying at, but were in his luggage. Uh, police made the arrest after responding to information they received saying that infant corpses were being offered to wealthy clients via a black magic services website. And a week before, he had found that his luggage was missing, and he had a note taped to his mirror that said, get out of town. Right. <laughs> the bodies of, uh, are of children between the ages of two and seven months. Some were found covered in gold leaf, uh, subdivision of the chief of police children and women's protection unit said. Uh, for being in possession of the fetuses, he could now face a 2,000 baht fine and a year in prison. It is thought that the corpses were bought from a Taiwanese national for about 200,000 baht. Uh, six, $6.40 could have been sold. <laughs> that's, that's how much it's worth. Wait. $6.40. But could have been sold for six times that amount in Taiwan. All righty. So two hundred thousand baht is equal to six dollars and forty cents. I guess so. That's what this article says. But who knows? That's a comma right there, not a I know, but it says six four. It says six comma four zero. 
but could have been sold for six times and that that amount in Taiwan. I mean, like it, it could 40, be a typo. 40 bucks? You're going to buy a corpse of a fetus covered in gold leaf I and sell it for 40 bucks? I would. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I honestly wouldn't sell it. I'd keep it. All right. It's a conversation starter. Naturally, right? I mean, come on. I mean, what? You got the normal ones, like, what's your favorite color? That's a conversation starter. Conversation ender would be, what's your favorite color person? Yeah. All right. <laughs> See how I did that? I ended that conversation. (laughs) I see. All right. The next story. Three men charged with having sex with 12 animals. I mean, an ostrich is a three-man operation, to be honest with you. Allegedly. Allegedly. It's got to be a sick ostrich. All right. Can I just say that... All of these people look like animal fuckers. (laughs) Yeah, they do. Uh, They're about to go up on Twitter. Hang on. If you want to see what these fuckers look like... uh, Check out my Twitter. Yeah, at Hangry Pitbull. Three men are being charged with having sex with at least a dozen animals in Pennsylvania several times a week over the past several years. Matthew Brubaker, Terry Wallace, and Mark Miesnikoff are accused of having sexual relations with at least nine female horses, a cow, a goat, and dogs. Police say that this happened on their property on Mouse Road. So they all live together, and they're just like, mares do orgasm. Yes, they do. called mare gas a teenage boy also living on the property was reportedly forced to assist them with restraining the animals while they engaged in their acts the clearfield county spca the act being insertion right uh, was at the property to care for the animals uh, the charges are pending against all three men for felony counts of endangering the welfare of a child and corruption of a minor they are also facing misdemeanors including 1460 counts of sexual intercourse with an animal and 1460 counts of cruelty to animals the men are in jail unless they pay a $100,000 bail, and a pl- preliminary hearing is scheduled for Wednesday, August the 22nd. <laughs> wow. Yep. I, uh, I posted their picture and said all three are Murray State alumni. <laughs> You're going to get fucking brought down for defamation or something. Yeah. Uh, right. L.A. chef told police he slow-cooked his bu- wife's body for days. I mean, you when you really just want the meat to fall right off the bone. I mean, you got a picture on here. She looks like good eating. Just saying. <laughs> not touching that one. Yeah. All uh, right. A Los, a Los Angeles area chef on trial in his wife's slaying told the authority the reason they couldn't find her body was because he slow-cooked it for days and then disposed of the remains. David Veen's wife, Dawn Veen's, uh, disappeared in October 2009. In March 2011, David told sheriff's investigators why they hadn't been able to find the body of his wife, who had been nis- missing for nearly a year and a half. I just slowly cooked it, and I ended up cooking her for four days. A, a chef who ran a restaurant in Lomedia, according to an interview played for Jurors Tuesday. Uh, Veens had already told investigators that one night in October of 2009 he taped his wife's mouth and bound her hands and feet with duct tape the next morning don veans was dead that account is strikingly similar to what ha- what david veans later told his daughter and ex-girlfriend who testified for the prosecution last week uh richard garcia a sergeant asked veans what happened the night of october 18th the last time his wife was seen uh he's like for some reason i just got violent uh, she made a risotto and it was fucking <laughs> terrible right and i was just she like, couldn't even cook chicken without it being raw going to the table come on the chicken was so raw it was tried to run for the fence you know it's just it's ridiculous yeah i've uh, been watching hell's kitchen lately of course you have uh, in the second of two interviews veans gave to investigators he said his he stuffed his wife's lifeless body into a 55 gallon gallon drum of boiling water how did he boil it 
I mean, it's got a fire going underneath it. I'm saying. He kept it, kept, it, kept it submerged with weights. After four days, he mixed much of what remained with other waste and then disposed of it. The only thing left, he said in an interview, was his wife's skull. He said he stashed it at his mother's house. Jesus. <laughs> they scoured his mother's attic but found nothing. Uh <laughs> In March 2011, while hospitalized after leaping off an 80-foot cliff, Veen spoke to Los Angeles County Sheriff's investigators. They wanted to know whether he killed his wife, who had vanished nearly five months before. He has pleaded not guilty to killing his wife, whose body was never found. Uh, he learned that investigators suspected he had killed her. He jumped off the cliff. Feet first, hands extended over his head. What a dumbass. That's how he ended up in the hospital, so severely injured that he is att- attending his murder trial in a wheelchair. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. I mean, first you, you slow cook your wife for four days, and you're just like, oh, they're going to catch me. So you jump off a cliff feet first. Right. Like, you just, now you now you can't walk. Right. And you're going to get at, I mean, at least he won't feel the ass fucking in prison. Right. Uh, and the final news story. In Ottawa, Canada, pl- police were baffled when a human foot was delivered to the Conservative Party headquarters in a blood-spattered pla- package. And nobody said thank you. <laughs> Weirder still, a few hours later, a severed hand was found in a similar container at a mail-sorting facility, though its destination was never officially stated. As if that weren't enough, however, Montreal police also reported a strange case of human remains. Literally, a suitcase containing a human torso was found outside an apartment building the same day. Although a connection between the three parts was suspected, no official link has been acknowledged. What the fuck, Canada? <laughs> you know, you know, it, the organ donating business is really hard. So some days we just gotta send them through snail mail. You yeah, know? You just, you just gotta go snail mail sometimes. <laughs> oh, shit. Alrighty, folks. Well, it is that time. It is time for the impressions game. Are you excited? Yes, I am. And yeah. at Fickle Fanboy RPM says, I'm not sure who this Murray is, but fuck him. Well, maybe not literally, but still. Fuck him slash her slash it slash them. Shout out to RPM. I yep. Just, I, I thanks, for, you, thanks for joining, standing with us, you know, when we just stand up. <laughs> fight the power. Fight the power. Fuck Murray State. All right. Uh, so, you may be thinking, what are we looking at on the impressions game today? Oh, what are we looking at? Well, I'll tell you what, my friend. The Virginia Check Shooter. And you may be like, what are you talking about? You, you, mean, the, you mean the Virginia Cuck Shooter. Right, essentially. Uh, so basically, we are going to take a look at his manifesto. Uh, I have a transcript here. And yeah, uh, his transcript is so fucking edgelord. It's All right, I'm, I'm reading the first point, and it's clear he's just an incel. So naturally, uh, it makes perfect sense for us to read it in impressions. Right? All right. So let's get started naturally he's a he's a he's a poor tortured soul so naturally we're gonna so go we're gonna start with lonnie okay <laughs> oh the happiness i could have had mingling among you hedonists being counted as one of you only if you didn't fuck the living shit out of me you could have been great i could have been great ask yourself what you did to have me clean the slate what? So he did he want to be fucked or did he not want to be fucked? I have no idea. I, I don't get that statement. <laughs> All right, next. Okay. Uh, let's do Obama. Only if you could be the victim of your reprehensible and wicked crimes. You Christian Nazis, you would have brute restraint your animal urges to fuck me 
you could be at home right now eating your fucking caviar and your fucking cognac. Have you not ravenously raped my soul? What the hell? So does he want does he want people to rape him? I don't know. I mean, does he want people just tearing his clothes off every time he walks in public? Like, what the fuck, dude? Right. All right, next. All right, next. Let's get some Nick Cage. For every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. Can you feel the pain that you have fucked us in? You descendants of Satan. Well, can you feel it? Give me some Stone Cold Steve Austin. All the shit you've given me right back at you with hollow points. Don't you just wish you finished me off when you had the chance? What? I said, don't you wish you finished me off when you had the chance? What? Don't you wish you just killed me? What? Uh, Cartman. You had a hundred billion chances and ways to have avoided today, but you decided to spill my blood. You forced me into a corner and gave me only one option. The decision was yours, and now you have blood on your hands. It will never wash off you apostles of sin. Bam (laughs) Bam Margera. Congratulations. You've succeeded in extinguishing my haggard-ass life. Vandalizing my heart wasn't enough for you. Raping my soul wasn't enough for you. Committing emotional sodomy on me wasn't enough for you. Every single second wasted on your wanton hedonism and menacing sadism could have been used to prevent today. (laughs) Ask yourself, what was I doing all this time? All these months, hours, seconds? Only if you could have been the victim of your crimes. Only if you could have been the victims. <laughs> Crawling in <laughs> right. my skin. Right. <laughs> All right, give me son of Sam. To you, shady stick snabs. I may not be nothing but a piece of dog shit. You vandalized my heart, raped my soul, and torched my conscience again and again. You thought it was one pathetic void life you were extinguishing. Thanks to you, I die like Jesus Christ to inspire generations of the weak and defenseless people. My brothers, my sisters, and children that you fuck. Like Moses, I spread the sea and lead my people. The weak, the defenseless, and the innocent children of all ages that you have fucked and will always try to fuck to eternal freedom. Thanks to you, sinners, you spill as your blood. I set the example of the century for my children to follow. (laughs) I'm... I mean... 
So he, he he's a fucking incel. Like, yeah, he is a fucking incel. Like he just saw everybody else enjoying themselves and having a good time, and he's <laughs> like, "Yep, I don't get that." Yeah. All right, let's hear some Gottfried. You may stand steadfast on the battlefield of your life's dedication to eternal terrorism, American Al Qaeda. But the children you have fucked will rise. By the power greater than God, we will hunt you down, you lovers of terrorism. And will we will kill you. Do they want to fuck us and pretend to be devout Christians? Do they want to smear dog shit all over our face and then give us a dirty towel to wipe away? Do they want to rape us and then give us stained toilet paper to clean up? Do they want to cut our throat? Then give us a used band-aid to patch up. Do they want to perpetuate endless sessions of crucifixions and holocausts on our innocent life? Then go to church and praise the Lord and Jesus. Do they want to fuck us and pretend to be Jesus Christ? I say we're the Jesus Christ, my brothers, sisters, and children. Next. God damn. Uh, Dr. Phil. Jesus Christ exists in us all. Acts, Jesus Christ. John, Jesus Christ. Jane, Jesus Christ. Sung, Jesus Christ. Carlos, Jesus Christ. Hakeem Jesus Christ, Mohammed Jesus Christ, Zang Jesus Christ, Oliver Jesus Christ, Deacon Sam Jesus Christ, Reverend Jess Jesus Christ, Altar Server Jonathan, Porta Jonathan Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> I say there is no pain they can inflict on us that they haven't already inflicted. I say they can't fuck us any more than they already have. I say there are no lies you can say about us that they haven't already said. I say fuck you, you descendants of Satan disguised as devout Christians. I say we take up the cross. We take up our guns and knives and hammers and take no prisoners and kill our mothers with sledgehammers. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm... I'm on Twitter with the Pickle Fanboy right now. We're we're having a little conversation. Yeah. Alrighty. So, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Guy had some uh, issues. Yeah, that's, that that's, that's an understanding. He had some issues, and he probably used a lot of tissues. The funny part is we got Not through, for like... crying for we, masturbation, because yeah. he was an incel. The funny part is we only got through, like, a quarter of the fucking manifesto. Yeah, no, there's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. 
But regardless, maybe we'll save the rest of it for another yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, we don't want to give it all to you all at once. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I don't have any ideas, so we got to stretch this shit out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But seriously, though. But seriously, fuck Murray State. For anybody that's interested, the... Uh, fuck Murray ep- State. <laughs> yeah, fuck Murray State and episode 60 of Dragon Ball Z Abridged, the, uh, the continuation of the Cell Games premieres tomorrow night. Right on. I mean, it's not going to premiere tomorrow night from when... <laughs> tomorrow night from when we record... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Friday the thirty, uh, Friday the first of September yeah. is when it's premiering. Yeah. So yeah, uh, well, Saturday the first, but Friday oh, the thirty-first. Yeah, yeah. No, no, everything. Well, is are people's checks coming through tonight? Yeah, because no, because the, the holiday. Yeah. Alrighty, folks. Well, after the impressions game, we need a palate cleanser. So naturally, it's time to cringe. Time to cringe. You want to cringe with me, boys? That's right, folks. It is the Cringe Corner. This is where we look at cringy shit and try not to cringe. But we do. Always. Alrighty. Well, we got a couple things for the Cringe Corner tonight. Uh, Naturally. They're from Murray State. Yeah. uh, (laughs) I hope not. (laughs) Uh, Then they're just depressing. Yeah. Well, uh, okay. So this (laughs) is an infamous, infamous YouTube video. You know, so naturally... It makes sense that we take a look at it because this is what we do. The t- die cis scum. Yeah, die cis scum is the name of this video. Black right. lipstick buxom boy presents. Yeah. Okay. okay. Just All wanted right. to read that one. So let's get it. Let's so get you know it. who's talking to yeah. you. Let's get it started. So it's come to my attention that there's been some controversy surrounding some three little words and I don't understand why. Shaving your head doesn't make you a boy. It's just a bunch of people having hissy fits that their status quos are being challenged. (sighs) Die, cis, scum. I'm gonna go home and beat my wife now. (laughs) I'm gonna gonna do it just because of this one. And like, seriously, the... Where where you have it frozen on her face that that it's smug just, yeah, little look she has because she thinks she has anonymity but anybody around her that saw this is like oh I know that bitch yeah uh, here's the thing it's uh, I am all you know supportive of people who are transgender trans uh, you know any um, you know whatever you feel like unless you know if you feel like another gender or your own gender fine. You're not a fucking animal, though. You're not another kin. You're not a pixie kin. You're not anything like that. But if you want to be, or if you feel that you are another gender of human being, go for it. It's not going to affect my day. I'm not going to be upset about it. Yeah, exactly. But if you come to me like, I'm a Firefox, I'm just going to be like, you're a fucking retard. But, but, But here's the thing. People who aren't transgender, the fact that they're looked at as scum yeah no that's 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 their own fighting back and it's it's like i get that you guys are are uh you know discriminated against i get that but you can't turn to discrimination on yourselves because not all cisgender people think like that two wrongs don't make a right but it does make a murray state oh god (laughs) (laughs) an eye for an eye makes the whole world blind but murray state they don't even know what eyes are. They just skull fuck. That's all they do. <laughs> yeah. All right. Moving on. Uh, so. 
So, for those of you who've been living under a privileged rock your entire life and don't know what cis means, it's short for cisgender. Which means that a long time ago, a doctor took five seconds to look at your baby genitals and say, you are going to be this person. And by some astronomical coincidence, you grew up and said, meh. And you know what? That's fine and dandy for some people, but for the rest of us, we're not entirely happy with what's on our birth certificate. Uh, A, it's not astronomical that everyone is just like, hey, I'll, I'll be, I'll be that. You know, I, I have a vagina. I guess I'm a woman. Yeah. I mean, I don't have any other choice. Yeah. And like, but like, that's the thing. It's just like, it's the fact that she considers it to be astronomical is is kind of baffling. You know what? Opinion. I I hate people that have life that live it like this. You know what? I wish I was born stillborn. Right. I wish I was born fucking dead, so I, I wouldn't have had to put up with all this shit. I identify and all of this. All of this bullshit that you want to start spreading on the internet just because you want to feel different and people look at you weird. <laughs> I look normal. People still look at me weird because I can't control my actions and or thoughts or words sometimes. I identify as a stillborn. <laughs> you know what? Please respect my privilege. Getting on Twitter. Bury State should have been a stillborn. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. Alrighty. I don't identify as any gender. I identify as a stillborn. Right. Alrighty. We're transgender. And we're a bitty part of this little acronym, LGBT. And trust me, I'll get to that another day. But unfortunately, cis people are the majority in this world and they think they get to decide our identities and our lives for us. This is a problem that has existed for hundreds upon hundreds of years. Wouldn't that be thousands? Yeah, or billions, considering the fucking Earth is seven billion hundreds years. Hundreds upon hundreds, so you take 200 and you you know add 200 to it and it's hundreds upon hundreds here here's my my thing it's just like you know she she's like going on about this and everything like that but the problem is it's like just because people are assholes and they're they're just like okay well uh, you can shave your head all you want but you you're still a girl that doesn't mean that everyone feels that way yeah. and that all cisgendered people feel that way i couldn't give a fuck what you want to identify as just shut your fucking mouth and live your life right i mean seriously nobody's telling you that you have to be this you're clearly not being that right but some people are south park really hit the hit the nail on the head with the death camp of intolerance yeah i okay. mean it's it, you know, there's a difference between tolerance and acceptance. Yeah. You tolerate the crying toddler on the airplane. Yeah. You tolerate the homeless dude that smells like shit on the subway. You don't have to accept it. Yeah. You just tolerate it. Yeah. We, you know, we tolerate people that get on the internet and want to be petty little bitches. Right. We don't accept you for that. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, it's, like that's the thing. It's. By by doing this and putting yourself out there because you personally feel attacked, you are only opening yourself up for more attacks. And frankly, you deserve it. Yeah. Like, that's just the way I feel well, about it. Well, it's like a kid uh, that works at my subway the other day came in wearing a pair of knee-high golf boots covered in straps. He's a fucking letterkenny skid. <laughs> well, no, not not entirely because he is insanely Christian. Yeah. And, yeah, I... Um, yeah, very, very, very Christian. 
Um, I mean, and he, he, I guess he just wants to be the edgiest kid at youth group with those boots, but, uh, no, the joke all day was, you know, Subway, eat lead and stuff like that. And school shooter jokes because yeah. he had a Pokemon backpack on as well. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I made a joke. You know, one, I said, co-worker, human being. One day my dad sat me down and he said, Deacon Sam, you bring it on yourself. Right. You bring every bit of it on yourself. Absolutely. If you want to be a boy, you don't have to shave your fucking head. You don't have to wear black lipstick and you don't have to hate everybody else. Just be like all the other Justin Bieber lesbians and buy a Harley and wear jeans and flannel. Yeah, and start Sorry, chewing, that was start chewing Copenhagen wintergreen. <laughs> Chew Copenhagen wintergreen. <laughs> if you really want to get manly about it, get the snuff and actually snort it, yeah. which is what snuff is for. It's why it's called snuff because they snorted tobacco. Yeah. But uh Yeah, no, yeah. just uh shut the fuck up and live your life. Right. Sorry. Says people taking advantage of us and assuming we'll stay quiet and not complain once. Well, a lot of people have problem with this, and in particular, trans feminine people who have been most hurt by cis supremacy. There is a lot of pent up anger, and understandably so. Transgender people are pissed the fuck off that we constantly have to be beaten down by the sissies. So one brilliant human being one day decided to coin the term die cis scum, and since then a lot of apparent outrage has emerged. And you know what? I totally understand the opposing arguments. But I think they're ridiculous, and here's a list why. The irony of that statement. Where she's she's like sitting there, she's like, I understand uh, the arguments uh, against, you know, that people are saying that it's not right to say die, cis, scum. And then she goes, but I think they're ridiculous. Okay, I think it's fucking ridiculous to say die, cis, scum, because you're lumping everybody into one fucking category, and it's fucking bullshit. Yeah, and why do you... I mean, why do you call yourself buxom? I see nothing nothing special there. Uh, no. <laughs> you know, send, well, send bobs. Yeah, you know, you know. All right. <laughs> Picking up at 2.13. I mean, we posted man bobs on Twitter before. You you know, if you're a man, you can do the same. It's right. nothing wrong, nothing graphic. Yeah, exactly. Free the nipple. Yeah, free, the, uh, free, free the man nipple. One, this is not a literal sentiment. No one is advocating violence against the sissies. Now, I want you to remember exactly how many times and how often you've heard something like this. <laughs> wow, this movie is terrible. Whoever made this needs to be shot. Also, I'm pretty sure Michael that Bay kill this bitch. <laughs> kill this bitch. Scum are the same people that are still hiding in their houses ever since they heard that it's raining men. Number two. This is a perfectly reasonable response. Nobody's to hiding years in their houses upon after hearing years that. of transphobia and bigotry. Anyone who is a part of any minority group is entitled to anger. And if you think that a person is not entitled to being angry at the prejudices against them, then you're probably a privileged douchebag. Number three, transgender people are part of a minority group that have to constantly endure the oppression by cis people, and doubly so if they're trans feminine or a person of color. So a supposed attack on the group in power doesn't really mean anything because they already have the unfair advantage and they are guaranteed not to get hate violence because of their gender identity. And number four, you really shouldn't be offended by this unless you're both cis 
and scum, in which case I can't really help you and I don't really care to. Unless you are the same guy that's been making all these terrible movies and maybe you really do deserve to die. Damn, Michael Bay. Come on. <laughs> I mean... It, uh, yeah, I, I guess people would care if she was attacking James Cameron. Right. But, you know, not Michael Bay. Or Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Interesting postscript to this story. Uh, she killed herself? No. Oh. Uh, she posted a picture on her Tumblr. And uh, it was her at Murray State? No. About, uh, about four years after this, right? Completely not trans whatsoever. Oh, yeah. She's probably got a baby. No, no. She flat out, like said, like posted a picture of herself. You know, long blonde hair, makeup, everything like that. And she said, yeah, I admit it was just a phase. Yeah. So if you're actually transgender... Good for you. Good for you. Be open with yourself and be comfortable with yourself. However, don't take everybody's different thoughts as an attack. Absolutely. I get, I get that on a daily basis. Reverend Jess is my only friend because the whole world does not accept me. Yeah. Literally. And he's got only. To, and he's got to put up with a lot of shit from me. Like, yeah. You should no, see his wedding photos. Yeah, oh, God damn it. We'll post a couple. All right. We're going to blur out our faces, though. But in all honesty, though... It is a, a situation of I fucking hate, like, because that's the problem is be, it's become the new trend uh, to say that you're transgender, uh, like, and that's the problem. Like, if you remember back in like 2005, 2008, you know, everything like that, every single teenager was bisexual. You remember that? No, I don't. Actually, I remember seeing one man dressed in woman's clothing, and I stood up in the coffee shop and yelled, Is that a guy? Mm. Because I was an attempt at a sheltered child. But what I'm saying is, it's like there's always some trend, right? And for the lo a long time, every like you go on MySpace and everything. There was the metrosexual trend, yeah, and the bisexual trend, and now there's the transgender trend. Yeah, exactly. It's not a fucking trend, and and, and it belittles people that are actually yeah, the people. struggling with their gender gender identity. So the fact that like these fucking people come like this and everything like that. Fuck these people. Yep. If you're if you're transgender and legitimately transgender and everything like that, good for you. I, Keep I, doing you. And as to the girl in the video we just watched, I hope you do have your nice long blonde hair. And you met a you met a husband that makes a lot of money. You popped out a kid or two, and your husband just beats the shit out of you on a daily basis and tells you what a worthless fucking cunt you are. And he's a professor at Murray State. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a professor at Murray State, which means. You probably have no anal control at this point. God, why? Why would you even bring that into this? I mean, I, I know I went somewhere just completely wrong, but why Why bring that naked man in his car into this? All right. So we're going to take a look at this other thing here. Uh, do you know about, ah. <laughs> do you know about the, the, the Freeman thing? Was this the guy that had like couple minute video of uh well they're trying to take me you know with no nothing at all nothing at all and then, all because and then after a couple minutes of like they try to open his door he's like no no this one's got a gun drawn put your car in park I've got my car in drive he's got a gun drawn yeah. put your car in park they're trying to take me because I don't have the right plates on my car yeah it's yeah, this yeah. guy okay please play I saw this on 4chan yeah okay so here's the thing there's this idea of the freemen which is people that break away from the country of Canada and. Uh, say that they're part of the republic of canada and uh okay yeah so I thought he, I did, when i heard this i was like do canadians really can out pronounce it like that yeah so uh literally he had a republic of canada 
license plates, uh, which are not legal. So naturally, he got fucking pulled over. Yeah. And because he decides to be a typical, like, legal Larry and tries to, like, fucking, like, avoid doing, you know, a traffic stop, he ends up getting uh, arrested. Yeah. So let's take a listen. In the Wendy's lot. Do you suspect me of a crime? You have no license plate. Do you suspect car. me of a crime where I, I, my so baby? You have to identify yourself under the highway traffic act. No, I do not. I just proved you in do. court. I do not have to identify myself to a police officer. Why not? Because I have, a, because I'm a freeman on the land. Number one, and number two, you got to suspect me of criminal activity to detain me. So yes, you do. I don't care what your highway traffic act says. That's the law. To, you have to identify yourself under the highway traffic act. Do you suspect me of a crime, sir? No. Am I? This dude looks like Eli Roth. And uh, I just want to say, like, his voice is not intimidating whatsoever. No, he, he's obviously very, crime, sir. he's obviously very shaken and, and afraid of what he's doing. Yeah, and it's like, it's when, like, what are they gonna do? Put him in the fucking jail and just feed him poutine? Right, exactly. They're, no, they're really nice to you. They just give you cups of water and back rubs and everything like <laughs> yeah, that. Like, buddy, do you need another phone call? <laughs> I mean, I mean, we can give you another one. It's 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 perfectly fine, bud. We just, you know, you you did something wrong. You know, you got to you got to stay in the jail cell. But we, we, we can bring we a understand. phone. You gotta call somebody to you know help out. Do yeah. you need an Xbox, son? I heard the new Far Cry came out. Do you want to play that? God you know? damn, yeah. Free to go. So you're going to detain me? Yeah, he is going to detain you. For what? I've done done anything criminally wrong. But that's not a criminal act. You only have authorization to detain somebody if they've done something criminally wrong. I don't care what your highway traffic act says. I have no contracts under that act. I've canceled them all, so you can't enforce it on me. No, I'm not. I don't have to. That's my right. I don't have to. That's fine. Bring bring your chief too, because he knows who I am. Okay, I will. I know my rights. He's just like, okay. I'm operating uh, under I'll the Republic the chief. of Canada. That's a legal jurisdiction here in Canada. Because Canada's dissolved. Canada's dissolved. I'm also going to hand you this paperwork. Sure. Yep. So he's the officers accepting the paperwork that we are a criminal organization. That's on camera. And also, you guys have been involved in kidnapping our child with Children's Aid Society. So here's that they're a criminal organization. Is that what he said? Kidnapping our child, which is also I why think we he's don't saying the police is a criminal you guys organization. You feed our child from us, so we will not comply or acknowledge you. No, it's not. It doesn't matter. It doesn't need to be. These are things I'm issuing to you because no, you do not. I just proved that in criminal court, bud. The judge bowed down to me. It took two minutes because you're using trust law in the court, and I know it. Okay. So because of that, I know I don't have to identify myself to a cop. Okay. I know my rights, man. Sorry. I'll stand on them. I don't think you do. I do. I've been arrested twice <laughs> and never been charged. You, you guys, are, I consider you guys a threat to me because you've detained me twice. I have not been convicted in court. An opportunity to read the Highway Traffic Act? I don't need to. I canceled my contracts under the Highway Traffic Act. You can't enforce that act on me. I operate under common law jurisdiction of the Republic of Canada. Okay. Okay. I've never heard of it. Well, you did today, and you should learn. You should learn that your oath to the Queen's nullified and abolished, and you guys don't have authority. Look, now there's two other cruisers here. I don't care. I'm standing for my rights, man. Plain and simple. Bring them all. Bring your whole force. I am not intimidated at all, man. Okay. I know my rights. You're don't clearly open my intimidated. Door. No, you don't. You have no right to open my door. <laughs> He's a sovereign citizen. He won't identify himself. Are you gonna identify yourself? I do not have to. Okay. Thank you. Open my door. You have no right to fucking touch me. You guys have kidnapped our child. 
Nope, I'm leaving. Don't get in front of me. You're pulling your gun on me? Okay, he's pulling his gun on me. Everybody, I have not done anything criminally wrong. What does it shoot? Maple syrup? It's Canada. No. No. It's a BB gun. Stop. <laughs> Parking brakes on. I'm no threat. I'm no threat. They're pointing their guns at me. Just because I don't have the right plates on my car. That's why. Yeah, that's why. There it is. <laughs> You guys don't have this authority. You're going to break my window. Don't. I'll open my door. Don't. Ow. Asshole. <laughs> Asshole. Okay, <laughs> they just broke my glass. See that? Beautiful. Good job. Get out of the fucking car now. I have nothing on me. Oh, you're going to cut me. Don't. I'll open the door. You're going to cut me. You're going to cut me. Only I cut me. Right. <laughs> Jesus. Dude, like, that's the thing. It's a situation of, like... Don't try and be illegal, Larry. Especially because, like, that's the thing. If you if you fucking put Republic of Canada fucking plates on your car, and you're just asking for trouble. Yep. I don't know. Oh, God. I mean, there was a, I saw a good one. This kid out in California, two two, you know, dreadlocked, long hair, hippie-ish white guys. One of them had the you, know, you can buy the uh, the MP5 looking little 22 caliber semi-automatic with a fake silencer on it. Yeah. Uh, he was walking around, had that on his shoulder on a strap and cop shows up and he's like, Oh look, Oh look, it's a search and seizure. Now search and seizure. What is this? This is against my rights. And the cops is like, dude, just let me see it. He's like, no, I'm not going to let you see it. It's not a fully automatic. Okay. But it looks like one. Okay. But it's not, if you please just let me see it and I can see that it's not fully automatic. I can just let you walk away, and I would happily do that. This is search and seizure. You can't request any of this. And it's like, dude, just shut, shut the fuck. Why would you? A, you're white, right? Don't go out and te- <laughs> don't go out and test the cops because they might do something they would actually regret, right? B, shut the fuck up. Why would you, especially, go out and you know tease the cops with a gun that does? In fact, it it is literally a replica of an MP5 submachine gun yeah. with a silencer on it. But you just had five hundred extra dollars in your pocket because mommy and daddy pay your bills, so you bought it at Dick's Sporting Goods yeah. because it's a twenty-two and a fake silencer on there. Yeah, I mean seriously, just why I don't know. I don't know why people would just think it's all right to do. You know it. Do you have nothing better, dude? Do you have no responsibilities, really? Right. I mean, do you, are you this young and make so much money? You can be like, ah, fuck it. I can miss work for a while and deal with this court date. Right. Well, he lives with his parents. He probably doesn't have a job. <laughs> but either way, it's just fucking stupid. Like, just, like, I get, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I don't like law enforcement at all. But, like, don't ask for fucking trouble. Because they're, like. I don't like law enforcement either. But there's two things I think should happen in this country that should change. A, the hardcore meth users. We need to just start putting them down. Yeah. B. Childbirth needs to re- needs to be regulated. I'm right. sorry. No I don't. Want, I would. Ne- I. I would never give our government any power in any way, shape, or form of this kind in any other subject. But God damn it, right. people need to stop pumping out kids. This isn't the early night eight late 1800s, early 1900s. You don't have a farm. You're trying to create people to work, generations to work. Right. You don't have anything like that. You live off of government welfare. And you're just going to keep pumping out kids because it's an extra twenty five hundred dollars come tax time. Keep in mind that these these thoughts and opinions are brought on whenever the checks come, and the checks are coming tonight. Yeah, the checks are coming tonight. Thank God I'm not on night shift. 
Yeah, I because am. I'm the one that makes the schedule. I am. But either way, uh, let's you know, let's uh, let's do, let's get a little palate cleanser. You know, something to cheer us up a little bit. Let's do it. What happens when you find out that you're about to have your fourth child? Oh God, damn it! You <laughs> jump off a bridge. Uh, you 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 have a reaction like this guy right here. Uh, he just saw his wife's positive pregnancy test. He's got three kids already. Uh, so we're going to pick it up. Three. He doesn't look white. What was he? He's not. Uh, th- three. <laughs> He's not. <laughs> three. <laughs> three, two, one. Where my tea at? Did I get it from a where? Did you get it from a joke store? Did you get it from a joke store? No. Wait, wait, did you, what, you got a blue marker? You got a blue marker? You got a blue marker? You got a blue marker, where is that? You fix this. Fix it? Jesus, fix it. Turn. Really? <laughs> really? Bing. Really? Bing, is this real? Yes. I thought you. I thought you. AT was here. No. What the hell? Really? Wait. 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 This poor guy. He's like, I only make twelve dollars an hour at Best Buy. Come on. My chest. My chest. Is you serious? Did you did you do this with a marker? Yeah, I did that with a marker. Oh. I did it with a marker, baby. Oh. Why do that with a dirty no, marker? You serious? You serious? <laughs> Three years, oh, one year for each kid. Really? B. You joking? No, I'm not. Oh, Lord, she's serious. <laughs> oh, oh, my side. Oh, no, my side hurt. Oh, oh, my God, my side. What's wrong with oh, you? Oh, you oh, sure it ain't reverse? Okay, so they do have a line on this side that said not pregnant. No. That is not for that. Do you see that? Oh, Lord, they got a cross. <laughs> oh, I see the cross. I see it. God, look at the plus sign. We about to add another <laughs> addition. Uh, uh, Quick math. <laughs> oh, he wasn't sorry. ready. Oh, oh Lord, I'm 38. I'm about to be 39. <laughs> oh, Lord. You all right? Oh, Lord, my chest. Your chest hurt? Oh, Jahan. <laughs> we just got the insurance on the three kids we got <laughs> Fucking Obama, man. Hey, what is you laughing for? How long you knew this? Charles, I just took it like a few was minutes ago. Was this from ago. last night? That was quick. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
gonna do? We gonna be all right. 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 You all right? <laughs> that poor bastard. Yep. She thought it was fucking hilarious. Right. And don't get me wrong, like, I feel for the dude. I really do. Yeah, I really do, too. Alrighty. We're Thank here. God I don't have children. And I, I'm not even going there. I, Alrighty. Alrighty. You know what makes children, and you know how to not make children. Right. Make the right fucking choice, dumbass. It's fucking, drill. it's fucking brilliant, though. All right, we are going to be right back on the Church Absurd. We got a false co-ed, but... All righty. See you, see you when we get back. Hey, are you sick of having good candidates for your jobs? Well, yeah. Do you want somebody who won't do any part of the job whatsoever? Of course. Are you sick and tired of having good workers? Yes. Well, we're proud to present Falsco's new hiring service, Shit Recruiter. Shit Recruiter? Shit Recruiter. We screen thousands of candidates to make sure we have the worst possible choices for the job you're looking to hire for. We're talking people who literally shit their pants at the slight mention of a drug test. Awesome. We're talking about people that will quit because you won't let them sit on milk crates. Fantastic. We're talking about people who maybe, just maybe, are using your job as a front for ISIS. Oh, yeah. Join up with Shit Recruiter today, because let's be honest, the economy's in the fucking toilet as is. Right? Might as well sink your business into the fucking ground, am I right? Fucking government. Use special offer code ABSURD if you're a Church Absurd listener and get a free drug dealer to hang outside your store. Let's get fucking wasted, bitch. And we are back for the final time of this episode to the Church Absurd. Your host, Reverend Jess, joined by Deacon Sam. Yeah. Oh, Lord, I'm 38. My oh. chest. <laughs> Won't be my Did side. you get this at the joke store? <laughs> oh, shit. Alrighty, folks. Well, you may be thinking, what do we have on deck? Well, it is episode 26, and uh, Lonnie has a new track, so we are going to yeah, play it for let's, you. Uh, let's hear it. Yeah, so let's take a listen. This is uh, Bigfoot's Outside. Bring me, bring Lonnie to life. Yep. tiny shed I sit alone against the door hearing owl sounds and I know that he's probably coming soon it's been so long this lack of evidence leaves me Wake me up. I heard something outside. Something's out. Something's there outside. I'm pretty sure that Bigfoot's right outside. Wake me up. Please help me to find the evidence you hide. Crack open a beer with me tonight. Now that I know that he's out there, I swing over. In the door, please, Bigfoot, lead me to your friends and tell them that I come in peace. Like me up, but alas. 
sci-fi. Bigfoot's not outside. It seems that my neighbors have played a prank. But I don't have time to sit around and whine. Because Bigfoot is something I've got to find. Bigfoot is following me, but I don't even know if he's really watching me. So I go and grab a banana and leave it in a trap right by my shed. Lonnie King, you need help. Seek a therapist for the sake of your mental health. No. Bigfoot's outside. Build a something Nobody wakes up for the night. Something's there outside. Bigfoot! I'm pretty sure that Bigfoot's right outside. Holy shit. Something to behold. Yeah. I mean, the raw emotion right. in, in Lonnie's voice. I mean, he knows Bigfoot's out there. He just can't fucking prove it. And the fact that he brought Donald Trump, Cartman, and Dr. Phil in. Yeah. It, it, it's something special. Really, uh, you know, a, a, a power group. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's a, it's a super group. It's like NXS. You know what I mean? It's, or, it's fucking uh, great. It's like Prophets of Rage. Yeah, Prophets of Rage. Uh, you know, fucking uh, foreigner. You know? Yeah. <laughs> 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 the Jersey Bigfoot's hot blooded. <laughs> the, the, you know, God damn it, the Jersey Boys. Yeah, exactly. Or the Jerky Boys, rather. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. Oh, uh, shit. All right, folks. Well, it is going to do it for this episode of The Church Absurd. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Yes, thank you. And if you attend Murray State, I would like to say from the bottom of my heart, fuck you do we got a blast session coming on? yo do we have a blast session coming on i don't know are these punks still at murray state i mean wouldn't it be funny if like murray state burned down five years ago <laughs> We're just I'm, on, I'm expecting on to open up my phone tomorrow to just a slew of hate mail from twitter because <laughs> uh as reverend jess will see in the comments and conversations he was you know tagged in and has not responded to and i'm assuming not read yet, not yet. <laughs> murray state <laughs> he, you should probably know we fucking hate you by now <laughs> like why like everyone at murray state's like why why though some uh, super shit. christian girl there is like i am not 
a whore. <laughs> I am not the Jezebel. Wouldn't it be funny if it's a Christian university or oh, something? That like would be that. perfect. I'm a, I'm a Google Murray State right now, and after sifting through all of the wrecked anal porn that's been posted to 4chan that happened at Murray State, uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Oh man, I feel like I know somebody that went there. Jesus. Oh, they're the Murray State Racers. You racist fucking cunts. <laughs> Oh man! Average cost after AIDS ten thousand dollars. Graduation rate fifty percent. Accepting rate acceptance rate ninety one percent. Okay, so what are you, Devry? Do they open the door and they're accepted? <laughs> Can we just you seriously, Jam? Just put them on blast already. Fucking Murray State. All right, fuck you, Murray State. I mean, really, what do you got? You got a 91% acceptance rate? Are you just letting any jackass walk through the door that gets a fucking scholarship? I mean, come on. You get a scholarship for having a weird name. You get a scholarship for having two different colored eyes. I could have gotten that scholarship for a weird name. My last name has brought on a lot of ridicule in my life. And it ends with dick. (laughs) So let's see. Should I have gone to Murray State? Well, let's make a little flow chart here. Do I like anal rape? Now, when it branches off to yes, it's a, you know, then go to Murray State. When it branches off to no, it says go anywhere else. I said no. Average cost after AIDS, $10,000. So, first off, you give them AIDS, and then they pay $10,000? Oh, shit. This is Kentucky. This is Murray State in Kentucky. No wonder I know some people that went there. They were fucking whores. I mean, they were just the dirt. Whatever school they went to, whatever town they were from, they were known as Dirty Butt Slut. Uh, uh, on my sides. On my sides. That's what every one of their mans have said when they said, I'm pregnant. But then the man's like, oh, wait, you're sterile. <laughs> Look upon the field where you grow the children you can have. As you can see, it is barren. That's why you went to Murray fucking State. Fuck you, Murray State. All right, folks, that's going to do it for this episode. I wonder, of I wonder if there's another Murray State, like, up in the land between... The- Wait, hold on. Well, hold on, hold on. The land between the lakes is the area I used to go dirt biking in. And that's yeah. down in hot near Hopkinsville, Kentucky, where the state mental penitentiary is. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Murray State's around there, and they graduate from Murray State, and then they just go to the state mental penitentiary. <laughs> Oh, shit. They rape a squirrel and tell everyone it's their mom. Alrighty. Well, <laughs> thank you very much for listening to this episode of The Church Absurd. Be sure be sure to check out the other Fat Lulz radio shows, including The Fickle Fanboy with RPM, uh, Designated Drinkers, Unseriously Serious, and if you want to contribute to our network, uh, submit your rant to the League of Infuriated Nerds. At- Hit me up on Twitter, hashtag uh, FuckMurrayState. At Hangry Pitbull and at Rev Jess underscore FL Radio. Uh, be sure to hit me up on Instagram, same name, uh, Facebook. We're at the Church Absurd Send and Fat Lulz Radio. Uh, yeah, and uh, yeah. So thank you very much for listening, folks. Uh, we will see you next time. Uh, be sure to tweet out the hashtag Fuck Murray State, and uh, <laughs> we're making those shirts soon, right? <laughs> and we will see you next time on the Church Absurd. Go in peace and, and tear the world to pieces.
This has been a Fat Lowell's Radio production. To hear more shows like this, go to soundcloud.com slash Radio. Do you want to borrow my Xbox One and play Far Cry 5? Because yeah. I have not touched it in weeks. Is it really that boring? No, no, it's not that boring. It's just I've been, A, I've been watching the solar usage, B, been playing the shit out of PUBG, C, I've already beaten Far Cry 5 and done pretty much everything. I've gone back into it and done pretty much everything. I mean, and uh, I'm, like I said, I, I just haven't had time to touch in the past couple of weeks. If you want to borrow it for a week or two and play Far Cry 5, have right at, sir. I mean, hey, I'd be down for it. I just, uh, my main thing is right now, I'm, I'm catching up on the movies right now. I'm like, because, like, I got vacation. Okay, time. you fucking punk. I'm just kidding. I just got vacation time coming up, so I'm catching up on some movies. Like, I've got, I've gotten, dude, you have no idea. Can I just say, once again, I fucking love Mercari. <laughs> I really do. I uh, get their I get their notifications multiple times a day, dude. Uh, I have to pee, but I will contribute. Like the thing is, I just want to make this you know perfectly clear. Fuck uh, well, Murray State. Yeah, fuck Murray State. But uh, while Sam goes to the bathroom, if you guys haven't used Mercari, fucking get on it because check this out, right? I you guys may not know, I'm a big fucking movie buff, and the Criterion Collection is like a holy shit type of dvd like it has all the special features and everything like that commentaries and everything like that criterion releases will run you about 25 to 40 bucks right i got a fucking criterion released fucking dvd of last temptation of christ from martin scorsese for nine fucking dollars on mercari all right seriously get on fucking mercari it is fucking incredible and i can't recommend it enough but uh but yeah so Either way, Sam's peeing, so I'm gonna go. Well, he's done now, but uh, but yes, yeah. So this is probably all gonna get cut out anyway, but it doesn't really matter. Life is a lie, and Jesus was not. Jesus was a Nazi. Jesus actually didn't like. He got killed by Jews, and he turned out to be a Nazi. What? I'm talking about how Jesus was a Nazi. Talking about what? Jesus was a Nazi. Jesus was a fucking Nazi, and he went to Murray fucking State, and all he did was rape. All right, all right. Picking up at thirty-one. Uh, so yeah, we'll 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 see. We'll see what we got here. Your call did not go through. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh <laughs> who was phone <laughs> no no jesse gave me a fucking scam number but i guess it turned down uh, like they, t- they shut it down